You're listening to the Spawn on Me podcast with your host, the captain, Khalif Adams, the Baron of Bourbon, Cicero Holmes, and the man who makes everything look good, Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. Welcome to Chicago, y'all. Welcome to the Spawn on Me podcast. What's up, y'all? This is episode 286 of our show. I'm your host, Khalif Adams, and I'm rocking with myself in terms of being the host right now. But we have some dope, dope folks coming to hang out with us this week. I'm going to introduce you to that person right about now, John Phillips of the Super Deformed Games cast. What is good, my friend? How are you doing? I'm not going to lie, dude. That was a really cool transition. I, I, I was not. I, I was like, oh, man, I'm not there. But then I'm like, wait, holy shit. There we go. OK, this is this is good. I like it. I like it. You've got a, you've, you've obviously got a bigger budget than we do at uh, at SDGC. So by like twenty dollars, <laughs> we, we start the podcast. We just have like a quick jingle, and then you see the logo, and then we're all just on the screen, like ah, video games. Ah, like that's that, yes. that, that's that's kind of that's kind of how we start the show, man. No, dude, it's great to be here. I'm super excited to have you, man. I'm really excited that you are here. I know. We've been trying to figure this out for a long time in terms of getting you on the show with us and rocking. Um, I know that you have been a busy, busy man with many, many things going on in your life. Uh, besides, you know, last year rocking with Kind of Funny, <laughs> yeah. doing some fun stuff at PAX uh, or, or later that year as well. You know, let the folks at home know exactly, you know, what you do at Super Deformed Games Cast and, and how you got into the into video game space. So uh, basically, uh, so I, I am the creator of, uh, of Super Deformed Games Cast. Uh, we, we normally just shorten it, shorten it as a SDGC because it is a, it is a mouthful to keep saying over and over and over. Super Deformed Games Cast, Super Deformed Games Cast. Um, I, we, I literally, me and uh, me and Brandon, uh, who's also on the show, we started this thing uh, going on almost four years ago. Wow! Uh, and um, it, basically, the story is, is you know, I, I lost my best friend of twenty years to suicide, and we talked about games all the time, all the time. Yeah. Um, and he died. And, you know, I was in a really bad place for a while, you know, and I was like, I just, you know, what do I do now? You know, I've, I've lost my I've lost my best friend. He's gone. I don't really have anybody else to talk games with. Um, so uh, after a couple of months, I approached some Twitter friends and I was like, literally, I was like, yo, man, let's start a let's start a video game podcast. And uh, they were like, <laughs> why not? It's not going to go anywhere. Right. And, uh, you know, my wife, Vicky, she's she's a saint. She was like, he'll he'll do this and he'll get tired of it in a month and it'll be fine you know and then like you know three and a half four years later i'm i'm doing panels at pax and i'm on kind of funny and and uh it, it's wild to it's it's wild to kind of see where this is all where this is all ended up you know and and i still like i still get hit with that imposter syndrome pretty hard pretty yeah. often you know um especially in regards to stuff like being like kind of funny right because like part of the inspiration for for sdgc was was greg miller and his work i've been a fan of greg's for a very long time and then totally. all, all of a sudden to find myself opposite him on a show i've been watching for years was <laughs> just like i can't even really describe it um and uh, aside from that you know like you know we uh you know we go live every thursday night at 9 p.m uh we mm -hmm. have uh uh, we have a really good time. We swear a lot. Uh, we we a lot. So our our podcast is definitely not safe for not safe for children. Um, but uh, but we want you know. Hey, come on by. We we have a lot of cool guests. Um, we've had everybody from Jason Schreier, 
to uh, folks from Naughty Dog. Uh, Susan Art has been on our podcast. Mike Laidlaw, uh, the former creative director of Dragon Age, has been on. Uh, we've had Steven Spawn on a few times. He's always great to have on. Um, uh, we've had multiple folks from Ubisoft on. I mean, we we have a we have a pretty pretty cool time, and um, we just like to talk about games and have fun. And our newest member is actually Rebecca Valentine, who actually uh, she works at her day job is GamesIndustry.biz, but on Thursday night she's slumming it with us uh, <laughs> in, in, uh, on SDGC. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, the show is super fun. Like it is when I roll through to to check out everything on the the video version of the show it is uh i guess the the best way to to describe it is raucous raucous is a good it, word raucous is a it's a fine word uh that's a really we used to we used to use the the term trash fire a little bit <laughs> but ever since so so we've got a new producer ever since Derek came on the show like like the look and sound has gotten a lot better. So, so yeah. shout out to Derek for helping us helping us look better than we used to, or probably have any right to. Um, <laughs> but uh, man, I'll tell you what we uh, we do talk serious topics from time to time. Uh, but but as anybody who has watched our podcast knows, we like to uh, we like to have fun. Yeah, like yeah, to- yeah. Go ahead. Keep no, going. I was Keep just going. I, yeah, I was just gonna say uh, we're we're uh, I, I'm also a TakeThis.org streaming ambassador. Uh, of course, Take This uh, is a uh, advocacy group for gamers who suffer from mental illness. Uh, and I recently became the Hopeless Coordinator for PAX for Take This. So That's fantastic. That's super great. I yes, mean, sir. Take This is fantastic. They do such good work. Hmm. Anybody who's gotten a chance to kind of, you know, hang out with those folks, they know just how good and how thoughtful and just how wonderful they are in the space and just how much they actually do for the gaming community. So seeing you connected with them is even, even more dope. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. What's the, what's the last year been for you guys in the podcast space? I know everybody has been kind of, uh, uh, you know, when I have conversations with folks, they're like, I'm tr- we're trying to grow and we're trying to figure out the next steps that we need to do to kind of get bigger. You know, what's been the kind of journey for everybody on the show in, in the past year? Well, what's interesting is ever since we, you know, so ever since I was on Kind of Funny with Greg Miller, um, we've seen a massive spike in viewership and, and subs, which is probably to be expected. Um, we have we found recently what's really interesting is we actually get we do we get more views on podcast services like Spotify and SoundCloud than we do anything else, which really okay. surprised us because we are a very you know, we're a very visual show. Um, you know, yeah. everybody is, everybody's being ridiculous and we're all on camera. We're all, you know, making crude hand gestures and talking about all the swag we have in our room, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so, so we're very visual. And so, so to see that people were listening more than they were actually watching was really interesting to me. Um, yeah. But we've, we've definitely seen a, uh, since the beginning of the year, we've definitely seen our, our live numbers on Thursday growing month over month, which is always good to say, or um, always good to see. It's, it's good to say too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, we're in, you know, almost four years in, we're having a blast and uh, this is going to be a big year for us as well. Um, so we just actually had, uh, we were at PAX, we had, where we, we got nine people, um, eight men, one woman, uh, and, uh, we got we got way too many dudes. <laughs> we got way too many dudes on this podcast. I mean, I mean, let me tell you about having too many dudes on a show, <laughs> dude. We got we got we, we got we got too many guys. Um, but six of us, six of the nine were actually, including myself, were at PAX East, and it was the first time that Whoa. some of us had ever met. 
Um, so, so think about six sweaty dudes in one hotel room for four nights with two beds. It was, things got, things got spicy, man. Things got, things got real cozy. Oh man. I'm sure, I'm sure someone got tickled at some point and I'm sure a a Sharpie marker was put on someone's face at some point. Oh man, dude. I'm not going to dive out who it was, but one of them, one of them was snoring so loud and dude, we were like, literally like, dude, is he dying? Like, are you dead? Like we were, we were concerned and I was laughing so hard. Like, dude, dude, like I've had like five good laughs in my life. Like listening to my boy saw logs like that. Like, dude, I walked outside. I could still hear him. I was like, I was like, bro, do you have like, literally like, do you got like sleep apnea, man? Like, dude, what is going on? (laughs) I've never heard anything like that. Khalif. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to tell you who it was, but I was like, we were all like, oh my Lord, dude. I'm not going to lie. The last conference that I think it wasn't because the last one that we went to, we haven't all been to a, a conference together yet. In the almost six years that we've been doing this, we haven't all been at the same conference at the same time. Um, but we alternated in the past two, and I will not dime them out either. But <laughs> it was I, after that, I was like, I love y'all. Y'all are my brothers, but I will never sleep in the same room with y'all again. There's Dude, no way. That's the thing. There's no man. possible way. Like, I can't do it. At PAX, we, at PAX West, we've already talked about getting two rooms, man, because I can't like, <laughs> you know, s- you know, and I'm, I'm, and I mean like sticking my man in one room and then the rest of us go to the second room. Yo, I'll, I'll sleep, you... I'll sleep in a bed with a bunch of other dudes. If it means I don't have to listen to that all night, man. <laughs> I just want to live. Yeah. That's all it was at that point. I was just, I don't want to, I just want to live and I don't want to kill you. I'm sure he's, that gonna, was the thing. I know he's going to listen to this later. I got nothing but love for you, buddy. It's, yeah, all, it's all it's all in good it's all it's all good times <laughs> same I, w- I will not dime that person out. except when you're sleeping because <laughs> <laughs> oh. then i want to kill you oh my god um, dude w- one of the things that i love about you is that we hadn't got a chance to actually meet until pax west i think it was like a year ago was it a year ago or was it like two years uh, ago last september so yeah about eight months eight months eight months ago i'd, I'd say I'm, uh, time is flying because really i swear has. that it was like sooner than that but we got a chance to meet and hang out we were on the same panel a kind of funny panel hanging out with greg and crew and i had known of you from you know just the internet spaces the gaming community again is like really small on twitter it's not as much as we think that it's really huge it's kind of not when you're at least on the kind of media and content creator side we all have figured out ways to kind of be connected and know each other at this point um and it was great to, to get the chance to meet you but i remember seeing tweets from you before that and I was like, who is this Mr. Negative dude? Like, who is this cat? And why is he like, like, I, there, there, there are people in the, in the space who, you know, I, I always think of them as being super outspoken and always being on the right side of history. And it was like, this cat is like on it. Like he's, 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 he's paying attention. He's catching the stuff that, you know, folks in, in our circles are talking about and, and signal boosting that stuff and sharing it out in good ways. You know, I know that you had a recent incident on Twitter uh, oh, where boy. the wonderful folks over at Twitter, we're looking at you, Jack, suspended you for talking badly about a dead general. So if you want to, if you want to share some of the information about that. Yeah. So let me unpack that. Right. So, so I'm suspended. So I've been, I was suspended for seven days. I'm five days into my suspension or I'm sorry, two days into my suspension. Now I got five left. I tweeted out uh, <laughs> on April 26th. 
I tweeted it because, you know, like there was a big there, there was a lot of discourse on Twitter about, you know, the Confederate statue thing was back in the news. And because, you know, President Dumbass was talking about it and yeah, and people were talking about, oh, you know, they want to take down all the Confederate general statues. And I was and so I tweeted out, I said, I said, uh, Robert E. Lee, I said, Robert, what did I say? I said, Robert E. Lee. <laughs> Um, Robert E. Lee uh, should have been Robert E. Lee was a traitor he should have been executed as a traitor fuck him that's what I said yes and yes. a bunch is- of uh, a bunch of uh, the uh, I like to call them uh, uh, Magadukes on, uh, on on Twitter the Magadukes um, it, like 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 yeah it's just these these idiots a bunch of them decided we don't like that and so they re- so like they report bombed it and when you do that you are raising yeah. the you're kind of raising the alarm for the algorithm to kick in when you get a bunch of reports on a single tweet. And I guess right. it saw the word execute. Right. And it was like banned. And, uh, and so I got suspended for seven days. The best part is, is I, I like, I submitted four four appeals. Cause I was like, y'all, y'all need to fix this. And <laughs> they reset my suspension time. Oh, really? They reset it. Wow. And uh, so, you know, and it got picked up by like a bunch of people, like a, 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 bu- a bunch of check marks on Twitter were like, you got to be, you got to be kidding me with this, right, Twitter? Like you've, you've surely you jest like, 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 let's say that, you know, let's say that I was, ta- it doesn't matter who I'm talking <laughs> about, right? Like he's dead. He's been dead for 150 years. And so I don't know. Sorry for harassing a man who's been dead for 150 years. As Twitter puts it, I hate to take away his voice. You know, like I, I don't want you know I don't want to intimidate the man. As as Twitter, because you know you get that message. It says at Twitter we define you know we define abusive behavior as harassment, intimidation, or taking away somebody's voice. And I'm like, y'all, he's dead. Like 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 if he like like I know I'm scary and I'm tough. You know, like I was a U.S. Marine. I get it. You know, like I can I can scrap. But but I know I'm not tough enough to frighten a dead man. He's dead. Okay? I mean I mean you have you have now raised the hackles of all the Confederate wannabes who are super excited about the like I want to I want to I want to wish and hope that when you put that tweet out. It was like thriller and like every dead Confederate zombie rose from the every grave. Every just gets up. And they just started to be like, bam, bam. Yo, we're going to claw their way out of the grave. <laughs> they trying to do this sick dance moves going on. And the first thing that they did after coming out of the grave is made Twitter handles, made accounts, and then reported your account. <laughs> I swear, man. Like, I. Like, I, like, like, but here's the thing. Like. <laughs> Of all the tweet, like, like, why would you get upset about this? Like, he's well, dead. Well, it's he's the weird dead, th- dude. Dude, you've seen how many people I've called an asshole on Twitter. Yeah, like, like this is the this is the tweet you picked. Like, Th- this is this, this guy, is the- like Robert E. Lee's dead, man. Well, this is the hill that they have de- that they and he decided to die on, literally. <laughs> and that's he what literally happened. he literally died on his hill. His hill he was died. slavery. His hill, His hill was, was literally slavery, and he died on it. And he died on it. And then the Twitter bots were like, "Yo, you can't talk shit about Robert E. Lee." <laughs> you know, so like, I guess at the end of the day, like, you know, when my suspension is up, I just won't talk about, I won't talk shit about Robert E. Lee anymore. I guess, yeah. like, yeah. like lesson yeah. learned. Sorry for crapping up. But, but here's the thing: like, had I not said, had I not said he would, he should have been executed as a traitor, nothing would yeah. have happened because that, you know, it picked up the word execute. Right, right, right. Like, right. Doesn't matter that it, it's a dead man. You know, it doesn't matter <laughs> that the price for treason, according to the U.S. Constitution, is the death penalty. 
it was then and it is now. Like, like I'm not calling for the man's murder. I'm stating a fact. He should have been executed as a traitor to the union. That's what should have happened to him. You can't say and that, sir. You know that's I, not. You know that's not okay. I just got your whole podcast flag, man. I'm sorry. Oh no, Twitter's gonna Jack, come. Through Jack's and gonna just... march in here, dude, and and he's gonna he's gonna like waste. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just frustrated, man. There, there's enough, there's enough garbage. And like, and the thing is, dude, the thing is last week I was, I was, I was saying this to a, a friend, uh, just mm-hmm. today last week I reported a Nazi account, yeah. right. For making an oven joke. Right. Okay. That account is still up and tweeting right now. Is it really? Yep. Interesting. Wow. But, but I get but I get suspended for for dragging a, a you know a dead traitor who died 150 years ago. Like so 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 and and you know what? Here's my point about the whole thing, Khalif, yeah, is yeah. would it have been any different if I'd been dragging Hitler? Well, prob- probably. Like 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 can you imagine if I'd been dragging Hitler and I got banned? Well, that's the thing though, right? It's like the conversation and and this is delving into at least some of the conversations that we're going to lead up into after after this, but it's like the conversation that we've seen in terms of the social media space not being fair and also kind of kowtowing and catering to racists and anti-Semites and to white supremacists. Mm-hmm. You know, we have we have the the leader of Twitter, the, the the guy who made the thing, hanging out with the president. So it's like there are conversations in there that are not unreasonable ones where people are like, what does this platform mean? Who are they giving voice to and who are they giving power to? And are they actually like doing the work of, you know, pulling people off of this thing that don't deserve to be on it? And again, like if you were to tweet that thing about Hitler, I am sure. Like, I want to know who the folks are who are the Hitler apologists who are who are the ones who are like, you'll flag that. Oh, shit. they're out there. And I'm sure that they are. Right. Like, that's the thing that makes me just like lose my mind because I'm just like, are these are the people who are standing for these folks. Like, these are the folks that are doing that work. Here's the thing, man. You know, I, I don't understand. So, like, you know, you've got conservatives who get on Twitter and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm getting shadow banned, right? Like, my likes are down. Right. You know, like, oh, people aren't seeing my tweets. I'm like, dude, shut up. I literally got banned. Okay? <laughs> I literally got banned for dragging a dead man. So don't talk to me about being shadow banned. Shut shut up. I mean, like, that's, that's, that's what it on, is. Come on, man. Like, that's what it is right you now. You know, like, like you said, man, like you said, the CEO of Twitter just sat down and, and had a one-on-one with the president. And apparently the president compl- spent the entire meeting complaining about his, his, his followers. Right. You know, he's like, oh, I'm down, like, you know, a million followers. What gives? <laughs> and uh, and it, which, which, which that should give you some insight as, as to the state, the, just the absolute state of this country right now. Uh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, like it's, you know, it's, um, it's garbage, man. It's absolute garbage, dude. There's no, uh, you know, p- people like Jack say, oh, well, you know, we're trying to encourage a discourse. I don't want discourse with these people. Yeah. I don't want to understand. I don't want to understand them. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get inside their heads. I don't want, I don't want to have a, I don't want to have a debate in the court of opinion, in, you know, in the court of ideas <laughs> with these people. I'm not interested in their ideas. I'm not interested. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and for, and like today, for example, um, a bunch of people got banned from Facebook. I don't know if you heard about that. I did hear about that actually. Uh, like uh, Alex Jones, like, uh, and uh, like some of the Alex Jones and Milo Yiannopoulos, all, all those idiots got banned from Facebook, right? Yeah. And they're all talking about censorship. Well, no, it's not censorship. It's called you. It, this is what happens when you don't adhere to the terms of service, right? 
Right. Facebook is not fa- the First Amendment. You do not have freedom of speech on Facebook. Right. Or Twitter. You don't like like if you make threats or you or you use ugly language. It's a privately owned company. Right. It's not a publicly traded company, so they can do whatever they want to. That is not that they are not violating the First Amendment. Period. Right. 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 Um, so not only these people, not only these people hateful, they're stupid. They don't understand the constitution. (laughs) I mean, that's part of the whole deal, right? Is like the conversation has always been, you know, are you playing by the rules? What do those rules mean? And who gets whatever favoritism because of those rules? And we see it all the time with folks who are, you know, who are, who are, who are definitely looking to troll people by banning or, or asking other people to be banned and talking about a dead general. Um, but I will I still can't get over it. Man. I mean, but here's the, here's the, here's the thing though, is like, <clears throat> we all know that that was a stupid thing, right? That's a dumb thing that happened. And it's, it sucks for you that you now have to disengage from the platform for a week. But I think that the beautiful part about what you've been doing in the space is, you know, we over here at Spawn on Me and have been, been having conversations about diversity and inclusion and about, you know, making the space better. And we always talk about having allies in the space kind of be the ones who can signal boost the conversations that we're having while also learning on the fly and also applying that stuff to the groups that that we don't have privy to. Right. So it's like it's been fun to see you kind of be the be the junkyard dog sometimes for us and go after folks (laughs) who are being assholes so that we don't have that burden put on us. So it's like I appreciate that just on a personal level. And it's been great to see you kind of flourish in that space and how that's kind of given you access to, to other uh, folks in, in, in other places too. So I want to give you some, some love and some props for that. Cause that means a lot to me as a, as a human being in this space. It means a lot. You know, I appreciate that, man. I, I mean, look like at the end of the day, all we have is each other, mm. you know, when you, you know, take away, Take away all the social media and take away our phones, our video games, our movies. At the end of the day, all we have is each other. And we have to look out for each other. Mm. Um, and none of us, not a single one of us, are, are better than anybody else. Mm. Um, we, all, we all should have the same civil rights. Mm-hmm. Um, there, and, and for people like me, you know, as a straight white man in America... I have, you know, I have never experienced the the hardships that a black man has or a gay man has mm-hmm. or a transgender individual has. I, I, I have never experienced those because, sorry, I, you know, this may ruffle people's feathers, but I'm, I don't care. White privilege is real. Mm. It's real. And we have to acknowledge that. And so it's my, res- it's, if I consider it, it's not just my responsibility. It's every, it's everybody's responsibility to spread awareness about that because it's not fair. Um, and it's a problem, dude. And, you know, anybody who says that, well, we've come a long way since the 60s, <laughs> right? We've come a long way since the civil rights. I'm like, have have we, though? Like, have we really, though? I mean, I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like that's it. But see, Cleve, that's the thing. It's that's easy for a white, a straight white man to say. Yeah. We've come a long way since the 60s. Well, okay, yeah, maybe according to you, but you haven't had to deal with you haven't had to deal with being suspected by the police all your life. I mean, you know, like you so so for so for somebody like me to say we've come a long way since the 60s, it, to me anyway, it comes off as incredibly disingenuous. Yeah. Um and you know, people say, "John, why do you get so angry about it on Twitter? What do you?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not there's a difference between anger and and indignance yeah and i'm indignant about it 
Mm. You know, it's it, it's an injustice, and people want to call me. You know, people use the, the you know people use the term SJW, social justice warrior, in a derogatory manner. I don't consider it an insult. Me neither. Um, <clears throat> social justice is something you should you should strive for. We should all strive for it. Yep. Um, and I don't give a, I don't give a shit who likes it or not. I'm going to keep doing it. I rock with that. I mean, it's one of those things that when we have those conversations with folks, we're always just asking them to be like, <clears throat> take a second and step out of your body. Look at the world around you. If you don't have purview and privy to be able to talk to folks who are going through it, like do the research, like look it up. It's not hard to find how some of the things that you think are not skewed are absolutely skewed and not in uh, not in uh, uh, the favor of the people who you're who you're thinking about. <clears throat> what you're absolutely right you know like and i'm a perfect example like you know years ago you know i, I didn't think there was a problem mm. but that's because i didn't do the research that's because I, w I wasn't aware of what was happening and i was challenged khalif i was challenged to you know what why don't you go look up the facts for yourself yeah and i said you know what i will and i did and you know what happened i went holy shit yeah are you kidding me yeah 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 i get once you know uh -huh. it's incredible once you, I mean, and that's the thing, man, is that Google's right there for anybody to use. <laughs> and all you got to do is just go look for it. Well, here, and, well here's my question it, but, to you about that. When, when, when do you think, like, how old were you when you had that kind of epiphany? Um, so I'm 38 now. And I, I want to say it was about when I was, when I was 30. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, it's, it's just, you know, as again, as a straight white man, it's, it's not something I had ever really considered. It's not something that I had, I had experienced in my life. I mean, dude, I went to a, I went to a, a all male military Catholic high school. Do you think, I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, do you, do you think I ever saw anything like that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, so, so I grew up in my, in my little bubble. Um, but honestly, Khalif joining, joining the military, joining the Marine Corps is where I kind of started to have my eyes open a little bit. Mm. Because I saw young black Marines getting treated different than their white counterparts. Huh. And I was like, I was like, huh. You know, like, the, the, uh, you know, like, there was an, so when I was in Iraq, there was an open white nationalist in my unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the tattoos and, he, he had the tattoos and everything. And, and, and his attitude was, well, while we're here, I'm putting all, I'm putting it all on pause because we're all fighting for the same cause. <laughs> he was eventually, I'm like what like wait there's uh, a button okay like, he's literally like our shit's on pause i was like okay wait um, i didn't know that there was a white supremacy pause button let me yeah let me like find I'm, I'm a pause it right i'm a pause it for right like, now like hold on I'm, I'm let, me, right let, me, let me let me get the let me get the white supremacy telestrator out and circle and so, circle so and, and, and you know to the marine corps credit you know he was eventually kicked out yeah but yeah um my real epiphany came when, like, literally, I was, I was like, I was like, oh, there's, there's really, no, you know, it's not that bad. And somebody challenged me uh, to, to go and, and, and just like, look, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna lead you to water. Go find the water yourself. Here's where you find the water. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm gonna go find the water, and I did. And what I saw, what I saw, literally changed my whole outlook. Huh. Um. And once you, once, once you're forced to, once you are forced to look at those facts, like, like, like. You know, you can you can change a feeling, you can change a belief, you can change, a, you know, you know, you can change an opinion. Mm -hmm. A fact is stone cold. You can't you can't change facts. Right. And once I you know, once I looked at statistics, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, I mean, all you got. I mean, I started with I started with, you know, young black men being killed by police. Right. Um, and once I was like, holy shit, what is happening? I you know, you go the further down the rabbit hole you go, you see the worse it gets. Yeah. Um, and. After time, and you know, time passed, and I realized that it was incumbent upon me to say, "Look, I, 
I was I, I was wrong. It, there, it, we have a problem. This country has a real problem with equality, mm. and it is you know it it's it is not just it, it's my responsibility to to be that ally to 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 use my voice to speak up and and, and say look we you know we. You may not like it. It may hurt your fragile little feelings, but these, this is this is the way it is. Yeah, I'm a marine, so I don't I don't sugarcoat anything. You know, as you know <laughs> on, on Twitter, Khalif, I don't I don't I, you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break it to you gently. No, I, I, have, just, I have seen those tweets. They are not gentle at all. I'm just gonna tell you how it is, <laughs> and it's 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 fucking bad, man. It's really bad. And so anybody who has a anybody who has a problem with me speaking up about it, well, I mean, you're gonna continue to have a problem because I'm not gonna stop. Well, that's good. I mean, that's the things that that's the stuff that we, you know, I'm not going to speak for we. I'm not going to do the monolith like, hey, I'm speaking for all the black people. But um, <laughs> I, I again, like I appreciate the ability to see you do that work in real time. And I feel like it's especially needed in the gaming space because we have so many folks who either are kind of fence sitters and they don't really kind of get out there and, 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 and talk the talk and walk it. Um, and then you have folks like the folks that we're going to talk about right now, like Notch and PewDiePie, who oh boy, who have outwardly just thrown a lot of stuff out of the window um, and just gone full white supremacist and or racist and or D all the above. The first story I actually want to talk about this week is uh, there's a Minecraft, a, a anniversary edition that is coming out uh, fairly soon. Um, let's see when it's going to drop because I didn't get a chance to look at that other part. Um, uh, they haven't said exactly when it's going when it's going to drop. But Notch uh, is the person who made Minec- made Minecraft. If you're not familiar with him, he had left the company after the buyout um, from Microsoft. Um, he no longer works on the game, but it is one of the biggest games to have ever been made. If you are not familiar with that stuff. Um, one of the things that is interesting is how he has devolved into this puddle of white supremacist kind of speak. And it's been amazing to see just how many people have one decided that they want to rock with him and believe it. Like just, just fans of Minecraft, right? Two, two, it's been interesting to see him not get thrown off of Twitter at all and get off their own social media at all. But also, he's doubled down money. over the year. Yeah, money. He's doubled and tripled down on the on that rhetoric over the years. So there's one very special quote uh, that he did in 2017 where he basically said, "It's okay to be white." I'm looking at that. I pulled that tweet up. Yeah, Khalif. I'm looking at it right now. And and here's the here's the thing. He's right. It's okay to be white, but you have to understand what that means in terms it's, of. It's the- Go ahead. It's the dog whistle, Khalid. Yeah, exactly. It's the dog whistle. Right, right. You don't it, it, you don't make a game like that. You're not stupid. He's not a dumb human being. He knows what he's saying and he knows what he means when he says that stuff. And again, it's it's that dog whistle. And and, and that's the thing, right? People like, you know, people say, Oh, well, you got a problem with me being white? No, I don't. It's it is there's nothing wrong with being white. I, I'm white. Like, you know, I, I you can't help you you can't help the way you're born. But that phrase, what, what, and, and the, the reason he's so disingenuous about it, that phrase is a well-known white nationalist dog whistle, right? And 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 that is the that is the context in which he was using it, right? Um, and you know, which is why, which is why I'm sorry. It's like if I see you wearing, if I see you, if, you, if I see you wearing a MAGA hat, I'm just I'm going to go ahead and assume that you support Trump, right? Right. Right. If I hear you say it's okay to be white, 
I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're probably a white nationalist because that phrase is used almost exclusively by fucking white nationalists. It's 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 like the two it's like the two that go hand in hand. It's like it's okay to be white and the 13 words. It's like those things yeah, those things like, those things are interlocked basically in terms of yeah, like white supremacist the conversations. The words like, you know, like honestly at this point I'm surprised I'm surprised Notch hasn't said them. I'm surprised he hasn't either, to be honest. I feel like in his home he may have a shrine because he has that like, much money. I feel like he's sitting alone in his in his in his mansion, just muttering them over and over. If you don't know what the thirteen words are, we're not going to say it here, but you can look it up. We're not going to say them here because um, it's also the language. The, the language is that of Mordor, which we will not utter here. And also, it's like it wouldn't even make a really good rap lyric. It's like really bad. It's like it's not even a good haiku poem. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's just. It's garbage. It's t- it's garbage. It's another dog whistle, man. It's, another, it's a dog whistle. So uh, Microsoft, they basically came out and said that his comments and opinions are simply just too toxic. Uh, to be associated with the brand anymore and they basically scrubbed references to him from the game's loading screen which is huge because again that's a part of his legacy that's a part of his contribution to the video game space a very large and big one Um, and it was interesting to hear both Microsoft and Mojang kind of distance themselves from him um, in real ways, like most times you'll see corporations kind of, you know, beat around the bush when it comes to some of that stuff. They kind of kind of soft shoe it. It was really nice to see Microsoft just go straight for it and be like, yo, they're not. This is not their words, but basically like he's a little bit he's a little bit too racist for us. So we can't we can't fuck with him. Yeah. And we don't want yeah. him attached to any of the stuff that we're doing. Well, and what fucking blows my mind about Minecraft is is to imagine something so pure and joyful came from the mind of somebody who's just such a slimy scummy worthless human being like yep like i have a i honestly have a hard time reconciling those two things it's kind of interesting though right because it is one of those things like i the thing i always think about when it comes to notch is i i don't remember him being as public facing in the beginning parts of minecraft like when minecraft got he wasn't when minecraft got really big he was he was pretty much a recluse he wasn't really out in the world doing a lot of stuff and then once that whole merger, that acquisition came along, he got wild. Like he was just like digging into shit that like no one like, wanted to hear and no one was like Pizzagate, man. I mean, think, well, here's the thing. So like we know that Marcus, Marcus Pearson, I keep, I keep Marcus Person. Person. Yeah, Marcus Person. Marcus Person, a.k.a. Notch. At the time of Gamergate, which is pre-Pizzagate, he was already in those streets super hard yeah. repping Gamergate people. He was repping the conversation. He was adding to that conversation about, you know, journalists not being not being on the up and up. And that just maneuvered himself further over to the right or further over to wherever that is. Um, and then that became Pizzagate. That became all the kind of conspiracy theory stuff that then became the white supremacist stuff, which again, like if you have followed racists on the internet at all, you know so intricately that they are so intertwined in so many ways. They absolutely in a big big Venn diagram are touching often. It surprised me that again, like, like you said, a person who has made a game so pure that children picked up and took to in droves is absolutely out there with a white sheet. You get is is just like I, I mean, 
you know, and it goes beyond <laughs> that for him too. Like, like, like he's on the whole Q train. You know, like you yeah. know, he's got the tweet that says Q is legit. Don't trust the media. Um, Deep state. You know, stuff. there's one about uh, he actually claimed that they were making that somebody like the government was planning to make it illegal to use the wrong pronouns for people. Oh right, I do. And I'm that. like, no, I'm like, no, they're not. Like, they're they're not. Like, they're not. They're not doing that. And so what is what is reassuring to see, though, is that every time he does this, a lot more people drag him than support him. Yeah. On Twitter. Like, he gets dragged hard yeah. on Twitter, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and I'm right there. I'm right there dragging him, dude. I mean, I don't even <laughs> see his stuff at this point because I've just like removed him from everything I possibly can. But it's been one of those things where, you know, it is, again, really nice to see Microsoft come at this dude and be like, yo, we are not attaching you to any of this stuff. You have made your money. We bought you out. You no longer have reason to be here. Now, please go away. And yeah. that is fantastic. I want more companies to do that. I want more people in the industry to do that. I want more folks to be able to say, like, you are not supposed to be here. The things you say make the world worse. Go away. Um Hey man, I'm I'm really hey you know hey I'm I'm waiting for the uh, I'm waiting for Notch to uh, get picked up by THQ Nordic man. <laughs> I mean that's gonna be the merge that's gonna be the merger of the year right there. Oh my god! Well, here's the thing though, like I am expecting at some point he will either be on Colin Moriarty's podcasts or he'll wind up on Alex Jones's show if he hasn't already. He'll do the circuit, oh, I can right? See- He'll probably. I can see. I I can see him on Alex Jones's show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he'll do the circuit. He'll do the Ben Shapiro. You know, Dave Rubin circuit, and then oh, yeah. and then he'll. You know, if he ever decides to do it, which I think, and again, I feel like those folks will be happy to welcome him in to the conversation about all the terrible nonsensical shit that they're about to to, to go through. Yeah. And again, it's like you know, I'm I'm actually surprised he has not been on Joe Rogan yet. Like that is the thing that he, that that makes me wonder. Like, did Joe Rogan not? Did, like, is he not paying attention? Like, that's perfect. He fodder just missed that him. one, I guess. Yeah, it's like I, maybe fodder. he maybe he's too bad for even Joe. Rog- I mean, can you imagine being too bad for Joe Rogan? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that one is nope. Um, I mean, and again, like uh, you know, the person we're going to talk about next, PewDiePie. I'm su- I'm surprised as well that that conversation hasn't moved to those spaces. But again, like I feel that the the conversations that we have on this kind of more um, progressive side of the fence, it is so important, again, to remind ourselves that, like, these people do exist. We are in contact with them on a daily basis because of the social spaces that we, that we reside in. I'm sure of it that Notch is not the only cat in the gaming industry who has thoughts and beliefs like this. I just nope. don't know how high up the ladder they go. And I'm sure that there are some who are fairly high up on the ladder somewhere, too. They just haven't outed themselves in the same way because they're still working and he's not. <laughs> he's like, I have. Well, and, and that's the thing, too, man. Right. Is, is like, I think once, you know, he probably I, mean, I am sure that he has always had these views. Right. Always his entire life. Right. Um. And and once he had his billions of dollars, well, he's like, you know, fuck it. You know, like, I've got billions of dollars. Nobody's going to do anything to me now. So, like, yeah. who cares if I get ostracized from the industry? I got billions of dollars. I made it. Yeah. Um, so he can be open about it now. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's why. Because, he did, like you said, he didn't do this until he got his billions of dollars uh, selling this to Microsoft. And once he did, dude, 
it was off to the races with him, man. He uh, he dove into that quick. Uh, it's almost like he'd been holding it in for his entire life, and he's like, "Fuck, I can just let it all out now." Yeah, like I can just let it all out at once. <laughs> he didn't. He did I've been not holding it in for so long. See, he, this is what happens when you unpause your your white supremacy button. When you well, yeah. See, yeah, dude, he put his white supremacy on pause. <laughs> he had. A, he was like, "My shit's on pause until I get Minecraft out." <laughs> After that, I want, I want, after that I'm, I'm hitting play, and then I'm hitting fast forward. That shit was in some weird-ass patch note somewhere. He was like, yo, turn racism back on after <laughs> after version blah, blah, blah gets released. I'm surprised there's not some racist shit hidden somewhere in Minecraft, to be honest with you. I mean, I, who knows at this point, right? Like, I mean, well, it would. I think somebody would have found it by now. Somebody would have found it by now. At this point, yeah, it's been out so right. long that somebody would have definitely poked at that and, and been like, yo, this is a little bit suspect. Um, but it is, but it is one of those things that I wonder if he will ever try to make another game. And if he, I don't think he will, he doesn't really need to at this point because he's no. so he's so rich. Why would he, dude? I mean, he's he's got more money than God. I mean, yeah. he's like you know he's sitting up and he's sitting up and wherever the wherever the fuck he lives, you know, in his giant. Man, like he posted a picture of his mansion and he's got like these huge candy vending machines, and I'm just like. <laughs> man like okay Willy Wonka like like just what a, just a recluse sitting around just like walking up to his candy dispensers and like getting a big bowl of M&M's and then like hate tweeting on Twitter about QAnon and Pizzagate like uh, what a fulfilling life dude I mean <laughs> like, it will be interesting well here's the thing too it'll be interesting to see what he does with the new election cycle because I feel like that brings out those folks really hard too even if they're not super does. political Especially because he's not, he's not a, I don't think, is he a U.S. citizen? I don't know if he's a U.S. citizen. I'm not sure, but I guarantee, but I guarantee he's going to stand for Trump. So, I mean, it doesn't even really matter. I mean, he's still going to support him. Yeah. I'm sure if he ever got a a, a invite to the White House, there would be lots of hamburgers and fast food ready for him to eat. Sucking down those, sucking down those Big Macs. Oh my God. It was such a great picture. Only the best. Only the best for White House visitors, man, for VIPs. Man, I'm sure the Q Q rating for the White House has gone down a bunch, I'm sure, in the past two years. It really has. It really has. Uh, Speaking of Q ratings going down, uh, we have to talk about the other story that dropped this week where PewDiePie, known white supremacist adjacent uh content creator uh has now well he now has apologized and has ended his subscribe to pewdiepie campaign if you're not familiar with that uh it was earlier in the year where he and another uh youtube channel i think called t squared uh t series i'm sorry uh t series -Series were going at it they were basically like at the top of the subscriber numbers for for youtube and basically they were vying for the top spot he kind of went out on a campaign to say like yo vote for me vote for me vote for me and if you remember some year uh, i think a couple months after he started the the campaign he basically hired some cats on fiverr to hold up a sign that said was it was it death to jews death to jews death to death to jews or in a, in a just sign. a hilarious joke man yeah, like, like i couldn't stop laughing at this hilarious joke yeah i don't know i don't know who were the folks who decided that that was supposed to be the thing he then again did his spiel about um you know we are i, I am a comedian an internet comedian and i don't you know this stuff isn't really that serious in the way that i that i that i am making my content He's done this. Like, was this before or after his heated gamer moment? His N-word moment? Um, yeah. I think this is before Before his, okay. his, his N-word moment. Um, it's so it's weird because I don't... This, Khalif. Yes. Khalif, please. Heated gamer moment. Please, Khalif. It's a heated gamer moment. I mean, if, if, 
I mean, this one isn't this one isn't going on the on the radio. <laughs> I should just say it because it's real. But it, I, I I will not have you attached to that version of the episode. But <laughs> uh, but you know he had his heated gamer moment, right? And then again, all these things have happened later. All these things have happened over the past couple yeah. of years where. He's had these incidents, these things have hap- happened, and he's kind of pulled back a, a bit and said, you know, I, I am not the cause of these things. I am just a person who is making content and I'm not actively contributing to those things. So then Christchurch uh, happens. And that massacre is, is, is terrible. 50 people died in that massacre. Yeah. And, it, and the person who committed it said subscribe to PewDiePie before the massacre started. He literally said the phrase that PewDiePie shared yeah. previous in, in some months prior to that. The interesting part about this new revelation, and I put air quotes up on this super high, is Christchurch happened at least, I think at this point, I'll even say six to seven months ago. I don't even think it's that long. It might be shorter than that. I'll double check on 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 the dates. I think it was like I think it was like two months. I think it was like two was months. It, really? it was really it was I think it was like two months. Yeah. Oh my God. I swear it was longer than that. This, I mean, again, like we live in a society where mass shootings happen all the time now. So it's, it's yeah, very, very I know. difficult. Yeah. Right. It's very difficult to, to figure out when those things happen. I can't keep up with all these mass shootings, man. It's, it's nuts right now. But the issue has been, why didn't this particular conversation happen then? He's like, right he's like, to have my name is, this is his quote, to have my name associated with something so unspeakably vile has affected me in more ways than I uh, have been able to show. I didn't want to address it right away. I didn't want to give the terrorists more attention. I didn't want to make it about me uh, because I don't think it has anything to do with me. But to put it plainly, I don't want to see hate win. But it's clear to me to know that subscribe to PewDiePie movement should have ended then. Here's my thing. You've had time. You've had more than enough time to say, hey, all these things that have come out that I have done or said or been adjacent to or have, have, have done myself again, death to Jews being a thing that you literally paid people for. How do you distance yourself from this months later and expect people to rock with you anyway? I am curious. So honestly, I mean, it, 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 it put him in the news. Yeah. Right. Got him, got him some press, got him some publicity. The, the whole subscribe to PewDiePie thing is really interesting to me because I once, like, on Twitter, I got on Twitter and you know how I do it. I was like, <laughs> fuck PewDiePie. Yeah. I was just like, fuck him. Yeah. He's a fucking racist. Fuck him. Yeah, he's a racist. And of course, you know, I, I, I had a bunch of, you know, you know PewDiePie fans say, oh, fuck you. Oh, you you know, lib cuck. I hate that word, by the it's way. Terrible. God, it's terrible. It's so even, stupid. Even saying it makes me want to vomit. But that's what they were calling me, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know. And, um, but... Then PewDiePie says, well, this is terrible. It's now associated with something awful. We can't say it anymore. And they're all like, okay, PewDiePie, you're right. You're right, PewDiePie. <laughs> Subscribe to PewDiePie is terrible. We shouldn't say it anymore. Thank you. Thank you, PewDiePie. We're not going to say it anymore because it's awful. And it stands for something terrible. But it, but it, but it's like I literally said that exact shit last week. And y'all got y'all got pissed off at me. So but Here's my question. You know, like, I, I mean... Here's the question. Here's the question for you. I'm going to stop you short. My thing is this. Once we've seen you do this multiple times, and it's not like it's just been one episode, we have multiple Spawn on Me shows where we have addressed this conversation that is happening from PewDiePie, who I again think is a racist. 
how do we figure out a way to cuz cuz you can't deplatform him it's not it's not a thing that you can do um i just don't think it's one of those things where his followers believe or understand that the things that he's doing on a on the least uh, 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 problematic version of it is he's siding up to racist people and helping white supremacist stuff kind of flourish. And on his worst end, he actually, he absolutely knows what he's doing and he's putting out racist oh, yeah. shit. How do we figure out a way to keep it so that this particular person doesn't continue to, to thrive in the spaces that we know are the ones that he has had a, a stranglehold over for a very long time? Well, first, we have to accept the fact that it's not a battle we're ever going to entirely win, right? Because, I mean, he's got, what, like 95 million subscribers? Right. Um, some 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 ridiculous number. Um, and there are always... And out of 95 million, I'm sure some of... I'm sure more than half of them don't actually consume his content because, you know, people lapse and they don't ever, you know, end their subscriptions to things. Um, but... He's always going to have a massive fan base who is going to insist that it's just jokes. Right, right. right. It's just jokes. And for some of them, it might just be it might just be jokes. But for some but for many of them, including PewDiePie himself, my personal belief, it's it's not a joke. I'm sorry, but dropping I'm, I'm putting a sign, you know, having somebody hold up a sign that says death to Jews isn't funny to me. Right. It's not. 6 million people died as a result of the Holocaust. It's not funny. Um and you know, all we can really do right now is what we're doing here is educating people and making them aware and telling people to do what I did. You know, like, 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 look, if you don't believe that there's a problem, go out and research it yourself. Right. The answers are all right there. Right. Um, just preaching truth, preaching truth to power and, and telling people how it is, is right now the best weapon we have. Um, I, I believe people can change. I believe people can change. Mm -hmm. um, I, I believe. Well, let me take that back. I believe some people can change. Yes. <laughs> um, I believe some people can change, uh, but you know, you can only you can only do this over and over for so long and keep apologizing before it for it before it becomes stale. Mm -hmm. Before I'm just going to stop believing you. Right. And I stopped believing that he's sorry for any of this a long time ago. Um, it, it's like it's like when he dropped the N word. Right. He didn't, you know, he was he was playing a game and he just dropped, it was casual, it was nothing. Yep. It, that right there tells me enough about what's in his heart. Yeah. To I I understand him completely now. Mm. Um because that's not a that's not a word that I would ever use no matter no matter how frustrated I was, no matter how angry I was at something, no matter how I would never use that word because it's not in my heart to use that word. Right. Um and and it is for him, and and it was it was the casual way in which he dropped it and didn't address it, that told me everything I need to know about PewDiePie. Um, so what we can do to combat that is is spread awareness and try to, I don't know, man, just try to try to show people that you know it takes so much more effort to be hateful than it does to be kind mm. and and accepting uh, of of other people. There's no reason there's no reason to have hate in your heart. Right. It's it's just going to weigh you down. Like it is so it is so stressful. I I have known people who have been burdened with hate and do like you can see it in their faces. Oh yeah, they, that shit you ages can, you. It ages the fuck out of you, man. Yeah, it does. Like, <laughs> you know, that's why I'm I'm I'll be 40 next year. That's why I look like I'm 30, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know, I don't have any I don't have any hate in my heart. Yeah. And and it's a it's, it's a good feeling and I want 
I don't know, man. Like I get, I get boisterous on Twitter, but that's, I want people to, I want people to erase hate. I want people to be good to each other. There's no reason for any of this. And it's just depressing, man. And to sit here and say that all we can do is tell people the truth is depressing. I wish we could do more. Yeah. Um, it's just, it sucks, man. You know, like it, it, it it's never cleave. I don't know about you, man, but it never feels to me like we're able to do enough. I mean, the, the, the interesting part about it is for me is when I think about folks like, <clears throat> like PewDiePie and like Notch, like Notch is, Notch is uh, arguably talented, right? He has made a thing that yeah. is something that brought joy and continues to bring joy to a lot of people around the world. PewDiePie's content does that stuff too. I don't understand why and I don't yeah, understand I don't... how, but his content for some people does that as well. The difference is he is not, well, the difference is Notch has shown his colors and he is flying his flag and PewDiePie is still trying to figure out ways that he can conceal all the fuckery that he's been doing for the past yep. God knows how many years. That is cowardice. That is one of those things that I just can't rock with because I understand that people will use that as another version of a shield that they can then hide behind later on in life and not take responsibility while people die, while people are harassed, while people have to consistently think about how they have to maneuver in the world while he gets to laugh it off and get paid for it. That's the thing, right? Yeah. It's like you get paid to make this content on a platform that upholds and uplifts you in a way that is is completely unfair. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that that bugs yeah. me about that stuff. So what 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 really, you know, like I think at the end of the day what people like you and I need to realize or, or remember anyway is, you know, PewDiePie and Notch may have all the money in the world. And they do. They are never going to have to. They're never going to have to worry about anything, right? Right. Not that they ever have, but they're certainly not going to have to worry about anything now. They're set for life, right? Um, but at the same time, Notch is alone. Mm -hmm. He's alone and he's ostracized, and he put him. He put himself in that position, right? Um, whereas people like you and me, Khalif, we may not have all the money in the world, but we have friends who care about us. We have friends who love us. We have people in this industry who value our opinions and value us as people um and 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 want to engage with us and want to be want to want to hear want to hear what we have to say who value what we have to say mm. and somebody like Notch doesn't have that and and we and we have that because of the kind of people we are you have that you have that level of respect in this industry and that level of acceptance in this industry because of the work you do because of the message you bring because of because of who you are which is which is what separates you from somebody like Notch, from somebody like PewDiePie. Right. PewDiePie also may have all the money in the world, but he's got something he's got something inside his heart that that you don't, which is which is anger and hatred. You don't have that. Um and 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 you know what? At the end of the day, man, that's that is worth more than it, it sounds cliched and hokey, but it's true. It's worth more than all the money in the world. Yeah. That's and that's something that, you know, money can be taken away. Someday he's not going to have that money anymore. Mm. He might lose it. He might spend it all. Something, something might happen to that money. Nothing is. Nobody can ever take away what you have in your heart, or what I have in my heart, and that makes us really, really lucky, man. I agree. I mean, it's it's again perspective, right? I think that that's always been a thing that I lean on when I have conversations or 
uh, you know, people, you know, come at me all weird on the internet is like, I, I, I want to live a life in which I can roll up to anybody, shake their hand, give them a hug, tell them I love them and be like, yo, just make more dope stuff in the world. And that's all that really matters. Be good to people, yeah. make dope stuff and try to continue to kind of pass that energy along. Cause I believe in that. It's like a thing that has maneuvered spawn on me and maneuvers me in a lot of ways. It pushes me forward. And again, I don't want to do that work without good people like you and good people who we know in the industry who are like continuing again to push good, positive energy forward while cussing people out like PewDiePie. So fuck PewDiePie again. Fuck PewDiePie. Uh, and fuck Notch. Uh, fuck Notch. Dude. In the nose. Motherfucker. Uh, and definitely don't support them. <laughs> don't subscribe to no, them. Don't. don't check out their tweets. Go subscribe to Spawn on Me and, and SDGC instead. Yes. How about that? Yes. I think that that's the thing. I mean, and before we before we you know shut off the lights i think that that's also a thing when and this this is going to be editor's note this is when I, this is when I, I jump and get on my soapbox really quick because there's a couple of things that happened this week on twitter and i won't name names because it's stupid and that's dumb but we have some fantastic viewers and, co- and community members they used to like shouted me out in in um uh in connection to some stuff that they didn't like right that they saw some other content creators uh, talking about or in in not getting the kind of conversation across in a way that they felt was, was good enough. Right. Um, I'm going to ask that people not do that. Don't tweet at me and, and be like, Hey, why did these people not say a thing? I don't want it. I don't want to engage in that. I think it's silly. If you have issues with folks and the way that they have talked about particular issues, you know, even if we're cool, don't throw me in the pot with that stuff. Cause it doesn't make sense. Play, talk to those folks shoot them tweets if you're cool with them and, you, and you're connected dm them and say hey i'm disappointed or whatever but i think what people need to do is remember again we're all human beings we're all learning we're all trying to figure out the best ways to kind of combat all this terrible shit and we're doing it in real time like john shared you know a wonderful thing about being like hey at this age i had my viewpoints change you know me as a person i am still and i should be constantly you know uh, reevaluating the things that i'm learning adding new things adding new vocabulary adding new ideas to my to my mind that say hey i might not have been on this page before but i'm here now all i have to do is say i have enough grace and give people enough grace to be able to get there in their in their due time and hopefully they do and that's all that I can ask for. So please don't do that. That's not fun. Like, it's not a fun thing yeah. to do. Don't tweet people and do that kind of stuff and be like, well, this person said this thing. What do you think? That's why. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, take it up with them if you've got a problem with it. Yeah, them. take it up with them. And, and also, I want people to just, like, sit back for a second and pay attention to the things that are coming out of people's mouths. And even if you don't necessarily agree with it, like, know that most of the people in the industry that we know, like, if I am co-signing those people or I'm connected to those people... They're not fuckheads. Like, I'm not going to rock with people who are assholes and terrible human beings. That's just not me. I don't have enough time and space to do that. So, you know, give people a break. Let people figure it out. We'll all get there together and we'll all make it dope if we can possibly do so. Oh, John, fam, thank you so much for rolling through tonight, man. I I love you, dude. It's been so dope to get to know you and have you have you and call you my friend. It's been even better to see you on Twitter when you're not suspended uh, talking shit. (laughs) Uh, to people and making sure that you're putting people in their place. Give the folks at home 
another round of uh, plugs for all the stuff that you're working on, all the stuff that you got going on. Sure. Uh, you can follow me. I'm suspended right now, but I'll be back in five days. So you can follow me. <laughs> you can, I'm st- you can still follow me, uh, at Mr. Megative with an M. Uh, I will be back. I will be back tweeting in about five days. So, uh, please, please pardon my silence. Um, it's the, uh, it's the, you know, it's, it's the silence of awesomeness. Um, uh, I also would recommend you please go follow at uh, official SDGC on Twitter. That's the podcast Twitter page. We would highly uh, appreciate you going to check us out there. And we go live on twitch.tv slash official SDGC uh, almost. We're not we're not live tonight. The guys are streaming some some Jackbox, and I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come on spawn. Yeah. On but but normally on Thursday nights, you can find us uh, on Twitch.tv/officialSDGC at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Dope. Um, we got a big Borderlands three expose next week, so uh, we, we got some people who have been hands on with it. Uh, my buddy Tom Johnson from Game Ranks is gonna join us. Very good friend of mine. Uh, and we're gonna talk about Borderlands three. So Ooh. highly recommend everybody joins That's us. That's a good episode. And Khalif, we gotta have you on it sometime, man. We do a lot of pre recorded stuff. Uh, I want you on. I'm down. I'm down. You know, all you gotta do is ask. I'll, I'll rock it. I'll rock it. That's dope. You got some Borderlands info because that looked amazing. We're gonna have to figure out a way I'm to talk over. about that uh, at some point in the not too distant future as well. Um, again, thank you everybody in Chicago for coming through this week and every week. We love you so very much. Make sure that you are sharing our GoFundMe link out. It's always tweeted from our from my account and from the show account on Twitter. If you're not there, if you're on Facebook, on our Facebook page as well. After I finish talking, the social media business stuff will run. But please remember, we're trying to raise 17K for 2019 and 2020 so that we can get myself, Reef, C, and maybe some other folks to spawn um, to spawn on me to E3 <laughs> to PAX East TwitchCon you're already here man I'm, what are you talking about I'm here about? brother I'm already here um, to all the conferences that we usually go to so that we can again get you more wonderful coverage from our perspectives and from our prisms um, so again thank you all for rocking with us this week and every week and much love to you all Good night. The Spawn on Me podcast can be found every Tuesday on all podcast platforms and Portland Radio at xray.fm at 107.1 slash 91.1. You can find us live every Thursday on twitch.tv slash Spawn on Me. If you want to reach out to us on the show, you can hit us up on our site, spawnonme.com, where you can find all our social media information about our Twitter, Instagram, and everything else alongside our contact page if you want to reach out and shoot us a message or a business inquiry. Much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening every week. And we say... Peace.